0: One year ago, we had no idea what God had in store for us. Yet here we are with two cases at the Supreme Court in addition to many other cases fighting for religious liberty. Hi, I'm and Luke and welcome to First Liberty Live. First of all just thank you for your support. Everything that you are about to hear in this episode is made possible by you and we are so grateful. And today our guest is none other than David Hacker. So David is Vice President of Litigation and also Senior Counsel here at First Liberty. So hi David.
1: Hi how you doing?
0: Doing well. Good. Thank you for coming on the show today. Um, we're coming up on our fiscal year end and we thought it would be a great idea to just report back to the people that have supported us and made all of this possible. So we're going to do a quick rundown of some of the highlights and some of the cases from this past year. Um, So you ready for this rundown? Let's do it. Okay. So first off in this session, the Supreme Court took up two of our cases, Kennedy, with Coach Kennedy and Maine. So just give us an idea of how unusual it is to have two cases at the Supreme Court in the same session.
1: Yeah, it, I mean, it's almost unheard of. The the Supreme Court has thousands of uh, cases knocking at its door every year, and it only takes 60 to 80 cases. I mean, barely any. So a small percentage ever, ever actually get to the Supreme Court. Um, This year, the court took a total of four religious liberty cases, and two of those are ours, Coach Kennedy's and Carson, which is the main tuition case. And so it's really extraordinary um, as an organization to have two cases at the U.S. Supreme Court uh, that are going to be decided in the next two weeks here. And so it's really exciting.
0: That's incredible. And is there any kind of update that you would like to give when it comes to Kennedy or Maine and kind of waiting for those decisions to come down?
1: Yeah, I mean, we're, we're just anticipating those decisions. We're really excited. Um, uh, you know, the Maine tuition case was argued in December and Kennedy was argued uh, earlier this year. Um, we felt like both the arguments went really well and um, we're just hopeful and we're praying um, and we're so thankful for the support um, from all of you that, that we can do those cases and support mm-hmm. coach and support the, the families up in the state of Maine. Um, but we're, we're excited to see what happens in the next two weeks here so stay tuned.
0: Yeah, and now due to those cases and some others that have been presented to the Supreme Court lately, a lot of activists have started to call for court packing. Mm -hmm. And First Liberty this past year was doing a lot when it came to informing people about what court packing is and what it means for the future of our country. So can you just give us a rundown of what that really looked like and some of the things we did and what that means for our future?
1: Yeah, well, I mean, if you, if you look at what's happening right now just in the news, I mean, there are people marching out in front of some of the justices' homes. Um, there was an individual arrested in front of uh, Justice Kavanaugh's home just, you know, recently, um, just doing terrible things, things that are uh, illegal and unlawful. And the reason is because people uh, on the left are really upset that the Supreme Court has been interpreting the Constitution according to its text. And according to what it says and they don't like that and so their solution is well we'll just add more justices to the court so that we have a majority now instead of um, the conservatives that are on the court and that's just I mean, it, it, it's unheard of. Uh, it was attempted, you know, many years ago in our country and rejected wholesale. And so, um, it's, an, it's just something that we have to be fighting against. There's no reason to add any more justices to the court because it would really destroy our judicial system.
0: Yeah, It'd start to be like some of the other countries that have added justices to the right. systems. That's right.
1: That's right. You know, yeah. I think Venezuela has, you know, upwards of 20 or more justices, oh, and it would really turn the Supreme Court into a political body rather than an impartial justice system, which is what it's supposed to be.
0: Sure. And I know in past episodes on First Liberty Live, we've really dived into all the details Mm -hmm. of court packing. So if you would like to check out some of that information, be sure to go to SupremeCoup.com, check out that information and just get the full rundown of what court packing really means for the future of our country. Um, And on top of that, I just want to switch gears a little bit and the government At all levels, continues to overreach when it comes to vaccine mandates Mm -hmm. following COVID-19, and I know pretty much everyone has heard about it. And many people, their lives, their families have been affected by this. Um, So First Liberty took action actually in the OSHA mandate. So can you tell us a little bit about that?
1: Yeah, OSHA is the Occupational uh, Health and Safety Administration, or Safety and Health Administration, and what it did under the orders of President Biden is. um, issue this edict telling all private companies that if you have a certain number of employees you have to force them to take one of the COVID vaccines i mean this this has not been done in our country before and so it was a gross overreach of executive power and so uh, first liberty was blessed uh, to be able to represent uh, three different uh, christian ministries uh, answers in genesis Daystar and the American Family Association. And we took that matter to court. Um, lots of companies took the matter to court as well. And all those cases ended up at the Supreme Court um, about midway through the year, around the around the New Year. And um, thankfully, the Supreme Court said, OSHA, No, no, you can't do that. Um, You've overreached in a way that violates our laws and is unconstitutional. And so um, we're very thankful the court did the right thing, struck down that OSHA vaccine mandate. And um, it, it just is a signal, it should have been a signal to the administration that you need to stop overreaching.
0: Absolutely. But there still continues to be a little bit of overreach, such as our upcoming cases, because speaking of vaccine mandates, even the military has been instituting them when it comes mm-hmm. to our servicemen, our women. And now, First Liberty is even suing the Navy and the Air Force. So, can you tell us a little bit about what's going on there?
1: Yeah, and I don't know if I would call it just a little bit of overreach, but this is a gross overreach by the military. So, the military has always accommodated religious people, religious objectors Um, since its inception. There's been the ability of people of faith to continue to practice their faith, yet also serve our country and, and defend our freedoms. And uh, what happened here is, again, President Biden told uh, the military uh, you have to vaccinate all service members uh, with the COVID vaccine. And so um, we, we were inundated with, with calls because we're one of the only organizations out there that actually protects the religious liberty of service members in, in the military in this country. And so we were inundated with calls and um, we were able to represent um, 35 U.S. Navy SEALs. I mean. Wow. Pretty amazing. These are, these are the, 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 the service members who go out into the most dangerous situations um, uh, and, and protect our country uh, all around the world. And so we represent 35 of them who um, have sincere religious convictions that they don't want to take COVID-19 vaccine. And the military has accommodated other people who either have a medical uh, reason for not getting the vaccine or for administrative reasons can't get the vaccine. But yet when it comes to religion, they're saying, no, yeah, 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 we're we're not going to accommodate you. And so we filed a lawsuit um, uh, uh, last year and uh, we got a preliminary injunction from uh, the district court. And then that actually went up to the Supreme Court also. So we've actually had another case good at wow. the Supreme Court besides Carson and Kennedy. And um, the Supreme Court issued a ruling that narrowed the injunction a little bit, but still protected the ability of these service members to seek a religious accommodation and not have to take the COVID vaccine. So uh, we expanded that case into a class action. And now we represent thousands of Navy personnel who um, object to uh, getting the COVID vaccine for religious reasons. And then what's more is we just filed a lawsuit uh, last month against the Air Force for basically the same thing. And so, I mean, we can't do this kind of work without um, our supporters. And I'm just really thankful that we have the opportunity to represent American heroes in court.
0: And these are just huge cases. And so it's just incredible to really hear the work that's gone into them and the people that we're continuing to defend and fight for when it comes to religious liberty. So um, that's just a quick rundown of some of the past cases. And some of them are still in play. Um, But also there's still so much more ahead. So I'm going to do a quick lightning round of a few other cases that we have coming up, and you can just jump in and give us a quick rundown. Okay. So the first one is going to be Shields of Strength, which involves the dog tags that we're including the scripture verses.
1: That's right. Yeah, Kenny Vaughn has been making dog tags through his company, Shields of Strength, for many years, and they're wildly popular uh, with military service members and family members. Um, unfortunately, the Department of Defense recently decided, hey, uh, you can't you can't put scripture next to the word army or next to the word navy or marine corps um, or next to our logos and so we're not going to allow you to make these dog tags and so uh, we filed kenny's case last year um, but what's happened recently is we've asked the court for a preliminary injunction to stop the department of defense from enforcing this policy that discriminates based on uh, religion and so we're in the thick of the battle right now. And in the coming weeks or maybe months, we'll have more of an update on what the court is gonna do either to protect mm-hmm. Kenny or if we need to go further through the court system and, and appeal his case, we will. We're, we're gonna stand with Kenny until the end.
0: Yeah, we're ready for it. So, and then on top of that, we also have the flight attendants that were fired from Alaska Airlines after they just posted a question on yeah. the employee, employee chat after the company asked for their opinion right. and asked for their input. So um, what are your thoughts on that case and what's coming up?
1: This is uh, uh, the epitome of woke corporations uh, gone, gone, gone out of control. And so Alaska Airlines uh, told its employees through this internal employee message board, we support this particular uh, federal legislation. Uh, it's legislation that would actually curtail religious liberty across mm-hmm. the country. Um, And Alaska Airlines, they can do that. They can say we support this legislation. But what happened is Marley Brown and Lacey Smith, two flight attendants for Alaska, they asked a question on the chat board and said, hey, uh, well, how's this going to affect religious liberty? How's this going to affect women and their safety? And uh, Alaska Airlines turned around and fired them for it. It's absolutely astounding. Um, that they would discriminate based on religion and that in, in such a clear way just
0: asking a question
1: yeah exactly yeah. and so you know if you're a person of faith what does that mean for you if you work at a private company can you can you even ask questions anymore um, do you just have to tote the corporate woke liberal line? Mm-hmm or can you still retain your faith at work? And so we've we found that lawsuit um, and we're, we're litigating it right now. And, you know, there will probably be more updates in, in the future months here, but um, we're going to go to the mat for Marley and Lacey and make sure that um, their religious liberty is protected.
0: Yeah, And speaking of the marketplace and just religious liberty and business, we also have the case Sweet Cakes by Melissa, which involves Melissa and Aaron Klein. Um, so yeah, what, what's upcoming for that one and w- what do you foresee for the future?
1: Yeah, so um, Sweet Cakes by Melissa was a case that started years ago and it was, um, you know, they bake custom cakes for all sorts of occasions. And a couple came to them and said, uh, we do this, this, uh, this wedding of ours and uh, it was the same sex uh, ceremony and uh, Aaron and Melissa said, no, we just can't do that because of our religious convictions, we operate our business according to our faith. And uh, the state of Oregon went after them and and sued them and punished them and fined them. Um, We've taken their case all the way up through the Oregon court system. We went up to the Supreme Court once already with this case, and the court sent it back and told the Oregon court system, you've done it wrong. Try again. Um, And and what happened is earlier this year, the Oregon Court of Appeals said, yeah, there was some bias uh, throughout this whole case, and the state of Oregon has – Uh, uh, kind of overstepped in the way that it's treated, Aaron and Melissa. Um, But unfortunately, um, the court didn't resolve all the issues. And so we asked the Oregon Supreme Court to hear the case, and they said no. Um, So in the next uh, couple of weeks here, uh, later this summer, we're going to be asking the U.S. Supreme Court to take Aaron and Melissa's case. And so, you know, stay tuned for what's going to happen next with theirs.
0: Sure. And talking about the court and new cases that are coming up for it, why is it so important for us to stay in the fight and continuing um, to defend religious liberty in the court system?
1: It's incredibly important. I mean, every day we get uh, many people reaching out to us for legal help. Um, And sometimes I'm shocked uh, just to see their Mm -hmm. stories and see, wow, that's actually happening in America where we value religious liberty. I mean, it's, our, it's in our First Amendment. It's the yeah. first liberty in our First Amendment. Um, but yet we, we have many people asking for our help. And even if we win Coach Kennedy's case, and even if we win the main tuition case, even if we win the SEALs and the Air Force and uh, Sweet Cakes by Melissa, there's still so many people asking for our help because it's either the government or woke corporations coming after people of faith and saying um, you're not as welcome in this country as other people. And so we continue to be in the fight. We're first in the fight and we're gonna continue to do that um, just as long as we can. And I'm, I'm just so thankful again for all of our supporters. Uh, I know I've said it, but um, we can't do this work without them. And um, you know, I, I consider it a privilege to, to do this work for these uh, clients of ours who are just great Americans. And so I just wanna say thank you um, to all of our supporters.
0: Thank you, David. And thank you all so much for making this and so much more possible. Our clients never get a bill from us, and we're able to provide them with expert-level legal advice. So if you would like to join us in the fight ahead, be sure to check out our website and the big red button where you can give to support. So thank you so much from all of us right here at First Liberty, and we'll see you next time right here on First Liberty Live.